seat good afternoon whatever time of day it is uh this is deacon kevin blindar this is kevin and kalis father ron how are you uh good morning uh i know you're in california because you were taking a long journey to help your daughter get back to school uh what an interesting story that is kevin wow yeah i i ron um, we drove back out to uh, Sonoma County, California, started on Monday. Um, yeah, and here we are a few days later, just trying to unwind from three days in the car. Um, I thought it was interesting. I opened this song. It's called uh, It Is Well. It's by this woman named Christine DeMarco. And if you heard the opening lines of her song, um, seeds are shaken in uh in stirred um but through it all my eyes are on you um i think that uh, gives us confidence through through all of the trials and tribulation that life throws at us um we, keeping our eyes uh on jesus we walk with jesus jesus walks with us and i think of our opening day that Elise and I had on Monday, uh, that terrible storm that I know a tornado hit Rogers Park eventually, uh, by providential uh, guidance, we hit a gas station right when that storm was hitting. And um, we were gassing up and I saw the storm coming in the, the the gas attendant came, she was coming out to all the pumps and telling people there's about a 70 to 100 mile an hour winds coming, you better stay here. And, and we did, we stayed in this gas station and we didn't know how bad it was until we heard accounts on the radio. That was the worst of it. And um, um, we prayed, <laughs> we prayed in the car because <laughs> our car was moving even though uh, we were parked in front of this gas station. So, and unfortunately, I, I know everyone's heard some of the news that I heard on Monday, I don't know, that was the other night, it was here in California on NBC National News. Uh, they said like a billion dollars worth of crops were destroyed in Iowa through that 20 minute storm that ripped through there. Uh, what's, and I know what's going on there in Chicago as far as the storm. Ron, yeah, lost power, it, it, right? Oh, yes. Uh, even down the street where I live, Kevin, a huge tree uh, was felled by the winds and it uh, covered a good part of the street. 
all those folks lost power. And it's, uh, well, it took a couple of days to remove the tree and restore power. Even uh, I lost power, but it was only for about three or four hours. Uh, but yeah, and uh, it was, it was fierce. It wasn't so much the rain, but it was the wind. And um, we're not used to some of that uh, in this area, but maybe out there on the road, it's quite different, but it is frightening. Uh, if, especially if you're traveling and in a car, so you did the right thing by pulling over and that whoever it is that told you to stay there was answering that prayer that you made. <laughs> uh, so the Lord was working with you there. Um, don't move until this, this goes by. Um, so yeah, prayer works, doesn't it? <laughs> I think of all, you know, our journey back, you know, we did this in May, came back out here. Um, and I'm thinking of all of the parents and the students from pre-K to, to graduate level, like Elisa's, um, the trepidation that's out there. And remind me, my son, Terry, called Elise, and they were on the speakerphone, and he asked how our journey was. And he's, you know, he's, he, grew, he graduated from Northwestern with his master's a little bit ago, a little bit, so he's a little bit older. And he just told Elise, said, told Elise, said, you know, Elise, he goes, don't, be flexible. Don't feel like you have to, you know, bite. He didn't say it in so many, in these words, but like take one big bite off the apple. Um, don't feel like you have to, you know, have to do things and be flexible um, with things that are going on now. Um, so I thought that was really good advice. Um, I think we, we feel like sometimes in all of our lives, we have these plans that we have to, we have to execute. We have to do things. I know I was talking to the Christophers and two of their sons, you know, if you'll Brandon and Adam, they both are runners, um, the Mary Cedars. Um, they're runners at, respectively at Dayton and Nebraska. And they talked about how they were really wanted to run their cross country season. And I understand that. I guess maybe I don't understand because I'd never ran uh, in college, but understanding, let's say the marathons I had to run, wanted to run. And now those things are not going to happen to be flexible with our lives and let, you know, and offer things up to prayer and to faith. So I think of parents now, with that trepidation and a bit of that advice that my son gave my daughter of being flexible, being open and listening to the, you know, what, where is God calling us in every day? Ron, what do you, what do you think? Yes. Uh, and you know, you had a lot of time in the car. So did uh, you and Elise have some good discussions going across? We did. So this is a great time to, to have those discussions with your children of all ages and talk about all the things going on. But I happen to be part of the uh, field delegate, they call it, for the Metropolitan Tribunal, which essentially is the intake for uh, couples or persons that are seeking a nullity of their marriage. So Lise knew I was pouring over some documents and prepping for that. We got into a really good discussion about divorce in the Catholic Church and 
what couples go through. Um, she was, of course, thinking the church was taking a very conservative approach and, um, and, and really didn't say actually so much about the church, but what the couples were going through. So we had a good discussion about um, being, I think, Ron, you mentioned being pastoral, about how we need to be pastoral. Um, I know the recent gospel was about um, Jesus speaking to the Pharisees about allowing divorce and in the uh, give us this day, they, they printed out Cardinal Supich's uh, homily regarding his grandparents um, and how it felt he stated the church leaders need to return uh, to a, a school of acquired wisdom to mature in their faith by paying attention to real life experiences of married couples and families. The wisdom teaches us to be honest about human conditions, human mistakes, and human frailty. It is the wisdom that knows the purifying power of sunlight, of candor, facing issues heading on, confident that Jesus will not abandon us for he has traveled on that very same way, the way of the cross. Um, right. Uh, even the information that goes out on this whole question of annulment, the brochures that are available for folks, uh, they're entitled healing because that's what you hope the process will do. And as you get into that yourself, Kevin, uh, I'm sure that will be part of this. So a marriage has broken for whatever reason. You assume that people have tried um, to negotiate better, uh, tried healing, but sometimes despite their best efforts, it doesn't work. So how do you help them? How do you help them to heal? How do you help them to move on in their life? Um, I think this uh, whole question of the annulment process is not understood very well. Um, you know, it looks like a, a heavy thing that you put on people. But if we work with them pastorally, uh, then we can bring them to a point of healing as they deal with a broken relationship so they can move on in their life and take care of whatever they need to, family, children, the rest. Uh, the, the whole idea of this, of course, is to preserve the notion of marriage and the sacrament of marriage, that you don't enter it uh, without thought. And we do have good uh, programs for preparation for couples today um, as well, as you know, because you're involved in pre-Cana. Uh, so you do the best to prepare, but sometimes despite the best efforts, uh, things happen and marriages break. So how do we help people to deal with that? Uh, so in your own work there, uh, obviously, healing, pastoral approaches are extremely important, and you can help those folks, Kevin. And I think your, your daughter needs to know that story, not just rules that are out there, because um, there's something behind the rules that has to do with healing and help. Yeah, no question. Um, you know, I had been on a few intakes and um, that is the overriding um, component is being, I think used the word pastoral, of, you know, listening and carol, caring, um, like Cardinal Supich stated about recognizing human frailty. Um, and, and, you know, and certainly that's what Jesus did in his, all of his ministries. 
um, he went to the frailest of the frail, right? Um, which yeah. brings me to our, you know, we're kind of all over the road, so to speak, on my journey, on our journey this week. Um, human frailty and human condition uh, of what's going on is in Chicago. Again, it's bubbling up of, of uh, what poverty, uh, what the extent of poverty is bringing us in, in our own country, in our own backyard. Because um, that's what I think I keep coming down to um, in uh, what's going on in Chicago. I think it points right to poverty that people feel that they are left with no way out. Um, and, and it's unfortunate, right? Yes. Uh, well, you know, you're involved with Catholic Charities, and so you do outreach to help people. Uh, and we do a lot of that, which is good, uh, food, clothes, the rest. Uh, but it needs to go deeper than that. There needs to be dialogue. Uh, need to bring the stakeholders involved in the neighborhoods, uh, the, uh, the religious people, uh, the police too, and uh, begin to look at that. You know, we live in a situation ourselves that we don't have to deal with this. <clears throat> so it's easy to make judgments sometimes without recognizing something deeper that's present there. Uh, this is not an easy thing, and it's been around for a long time. Uh, so how do we make a go of this? Uh, how do we help, really help, listening to folks and trying to respond to what's there? And it's just not about writing checks and sending food. It, that helps, yes. They know they're cared for, but it's got to go deeper, got to go deeper. Right. I, yeah, yeah. We, as we talked about, um, it, you know, I, I, certainly I agree. I'm part of lauding um, food pantries and that. It's, it's, it's great. But wouldn't it be great if we could eliminate all food pantries and people can have um, a wage that they can go and purchase their own food and be able to afford their own food? I guarantee yes. you most of those people don't want to be driving through to the food pantry and getting that. I, I would think their preference would be to be able to buy their own food. Um, yes. So, yes. There's a sense of pride that they have as well. Um, so we have to respect that. But this is a very deep, deep issue. That doesn't mean we can't be working on it but it does need to happen. It just needs to happen. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's one of the things. Yeah, go ahead, Ron. And so, so I was just going to say, you know, what is our role in this? Uh, well, I think we have to be careful that we don't make snap judgments. Yeah. Uh, that somebody said this, and therefore, yeah. here's the answer. Yeah. No, it, it just needs to be a lot of dialogue here. So we need to pray about it. We need to do whatever we can to help in the way that we do with the uh, food drives, clothing and all that, that's helpful. But at the same time, you know, we have to encourage the leaders in the society, all the stakeholders to really sit down and try to understand and how can you address the issue? Uh, it is not easy. It is, it's very entangled, but that doesn't mean you can't do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so there's a lot out there, Ron. Um, still, if I, you know, 
even, you know, here I am, we're talking uh, how many months later, um, you know, we go from May, and, and I was thinking about this in my time since we got here to California, um, from May now, it's, you know, the middle of August already, and um, it feels somewhat the same, you know, that, that we're kind of stuck in this uh, vortex a little bit. Um, so I can't imagine what folks are, again, are, are thinking um, out there with all of this going on. And um, I want to just say, uh, you know, we, like we opened with that song of It Is Well, of um, Seeds Are Shaken. It, yeah, our, our seeds are shaken, uh, but our, our eyes are through it all. Our eyes are still... Um, uh, with the Lord and the Lord is with us. And I think that's evident as Ron, as we talked about over these past couple of months of individuals, like the person in the gas station that came out and reached out to every one of his customers and said, you know, stay here, don't go out, you know, just, just, you know, you know, hunker down here in the gas station. So um, that's just an, uh, an act of kindness um, you know, the Holy Spirit is out there. Yes. And that spirit will work. And so, you know, we need to pay attention to that and encourage our leaders too. Um, you know, to, to work on these issues and not make those snap judgments because we don't know. Um, it's very easy to, well, here's what everybody should do. Right. Um, right. It's tough. It's tough. I hope you and Elise uh, came to some, uh, <laughs> Uh, good positions on some of these things through dialogue because that's what's necessary for young people today too and that's what has to happen in many of these situations listening and sharing like you uh, uh, like terry did with her um, offering some advice um, that's that's yep. wonderful yep so parents out there listen listen closely to your to your children adult children little children and um, I think this is a, it's a great way to, to kind of end this podcast is really to, to be listening um, to our loved ones and our friends and our family closely. Um, so, Ron, you have a special prayer for us today? Well, Kevin, you know, we're heading into the time uh, of school again. Uh, there's many questions about this whether it's in, in the school or it's viral teaching. Uh, There's a lot of questions. So let's say a little prayer for students and teachers. Heavenly Father, you sent your son to teach us by word and example. You teach us that true wisdom comes from you alone. Send your spirit upon students and their teachers and families. Fill them with your wisdom and blessing and grant that in this upcoming academic year, they may devote themselves to their studies and share what they have learned from others. And we ask it through Christ the Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen, Amen. Ron, and a blessing, please. And may Almighty God bless all of our listeners and their families and uh, the young people in their lives, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Ron, thank you very much. This is a, a good conversation. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you at the next podcast. Uh, 
back and we'll be both back in Illinois, at least, you know, plan on okay. being. All yes, right, Ron. be careful, Kevin. Be careful on the way back. Thanks, Ron. Even when my eyes can't see And this mountain that's in front of me Will be thrown into the midst of the sea